Yeah. They calling me controversial. I don't know why, I'm just telling the truth. Yeah. They're indoctrinating kids with lies. It's just evil in disguise. They say that it's love, but they lie. They say that they're girls, but they're guys. Or they say they have no gender. From guy sports to girls, where they're winners. From now on, I identify as a ninja turtle. Where's Master Splinter? They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. Jesus was controversial. Paul was controversial. Elijah was controversial. Yeah, telling the truth is controversial. Welcome to the Matt Buff Show. It's great to have you with us. Check out thebuffshow.com for past shows, interview, and so much more. Beetlejuice is out in Chicago. Yeah, Lori Lightfoot lost the race. Now, this is troubling on another front, too, though, because you get one of uh, you get rid of one ultra liberal crazy who uh, makes the streets unsafer and doesn't care about the welfare of her citizens at all to potentially maybe Brandon Johnson, right? who is endorsed by crazy leftists, wants to defund the police even more, even though he says now, oh, I was, that was just a 2020 thing. No good, <laughs> no deal there. Paul Vallis at least has the endorsement of the Chicago Police Department Union. So that's a plus. But, you know, we look at Chicago, we look at New York, we look at New Jersey, things like that. And what they do is they replace one crazy with another typically. And we, we got to stop doing that for the safety of our children, for the safety of our streets, for everything like that. I mean, look at, look at what happened in New York for crying out loud, the draconian COVID measures are still implemented in some cases, but they're finally leaving New York and New Jersey and they implement Kathy Hochul up there. All right. No good deeds. And here in Florida, we're paying for that because people are moving down here in droves. It's getting busy down here. Get your act together up there because it's getting busy down here. You know who we got to bring down here is Rick Meta. We got to bring him down here, uh, former FDA official and current Georgetown University health law professor, former Republican nominee for the U.S. Senate. Great to have you back, Rick. Great to be back on with you, Matt. I tell you, the more and more I speak to you, the closer and closer I'm getting to getting a house down in Florida. So. We need you down here. I was just complaining about New Yorkers moving down here, but Rick will make the exception. You come down here and you get in office down here and make some real change across the country. How does that sound? That sounds good to me, though. But, you know, I am I love my state of New Jersey, though. But, you know, I don't know. We'll have to keep the conversation <laughs> going on that one. Well, we do. I mean, you got Phil Murphy up there saying crazy stuff and just all kinds of just nonsense going on. And they're just now just now in New York and New Jersey, lifting some of these really draconian measures. We got Anthony Fauci, who won't even commit to finding out what happened in that Wuhan lab that he funded. I mean, this stuff just got blown out of proportion. And it turns out, Rick, when you look back at it, it was a big money-making scheme. I mean, the commission Fauci got from Pfizer alone is off the charts. Yeah. Well, wasn't it, though? It's quite remarkable now. Just recently, the Department of Energy changed their position and said that there's probability that the virus leaked out of the Wuhan Institute of Virology, joining the FBI and other intelligence agencies with this proposition that it actually wasn't from the wet market. It didn't transmit animals to humans, that it likely came out of the lab. And I'll tell you right now, this is something many of us experts have already known. Uh, it's just that our voices were stifled uh, and suppressed, right? When we put out, and, and you saw the Chinese state media warn Elon Musk 
that if this lab leak theory continues to be put on Twitter, they're going to affect Tesla uh, and, and really hurt his business. I mean, you know, leave it to a communist government to threaten capitalism, right? The Chinese government is not our friends. Uh, but this lab leak theory, really, the question now is not even about whether it leaked out of a lab. The question is, did it be was it released on purpose? Was it leaked right. on purpose or was it an accident? Uh, and so there's so much that we have to unpack on what happened uh, post COVID, uh, just in terms of how one virus, which had a low case fatality rate, completely crippled uh, our way of life, but more importantly, our constitutional rights. You said so much there, and it's absolutely the truth. It's absolutely true. We don't know how it leaked. That's not the question of did it leak anymore. It's how. Was it on purpose? I look how they handle the fentanyl. Uh, China says, oh, no, don't blame us for the fentanyl, even though they're manufacturing it and distributing it in America through the border. COVID had a 99% recovery. Didn't bother most people at all. But the lockdowns, I mean, for crying out loud, what you guys had to deal with specifically in New York and New Jersey, we had to deal with it for a couple months. You guys had to deal with it for years and years. And it was just all for the benefit of streaming services and Pfizer vaccines. Yeah. Well, we certainly have a very robust pharmaceutical industry here in New Jersey. But I'll tell you, what I've never seen before is how much taxpayer money was used to fund an entire advertisement and marketing campaign on behalf of these vaccine makers by the government for a product that never even received FDA approval when it was being promoted. I mean, I'll tell you, and, and this anecdote I love, I use it in my law school classes all the time, Kim Kardashian received a warning letter from the FDA for promoting an unapproved product. And here the government is pushing out a vaccine that was under an emergency use authority uh, without actually looking at the scientific facts, reaching the benefit uh, risk nexus, and, and really undermining the integrity of why we have an FDA in the first place. And I can tell you, many of my friends who worked at the FDA, a lot of them were uncomfortable with the decisions that were being pushed uh, top down. But that's what it was, right? It was one government narrative, uh, Dr. Fauci and a handful of folks working between the CDC, the NIH, the FDA and other three letter government health agencies, creating a narrative, suppressing dissenting opinions, uh, mocking his peers lying to Congress and pushing for using Twitter uh, and hiding and suppressing other voices uh, to push a narrative to get these vaccines out. You know, sure, where profits had. Yes. But really, when you said it right, you know, obviously my heart goes out to so many that lost their lives to COVID. But at the end of the day, when you look at it collectively, objectively, statistically, the case fatality rate was low. This is not Ebola. And yet our entire country came to a standstill. And exactly, my state of New Jersey, New York City right now, so many public health workers fired for either asking for a religious exemption or refusing the vaccine based on medical exceptions, very narrowly tailored the exceptions. Uh, and then now they've lost their jobs. They've, they've lifted the vaccine mandates and they're not even reinstating, many of whom were first responders, police officers, uh, you call them heroes when the pandemic started and then throw them to the street and, and there's no compensation for them. I don't understand it. Um, you know, but all I can say is that this is beyond uh, this is beyond just like carelessness. This was done with malicious, nefarious intent. Uh, and I hope many of these folks are held accountable that that did this to these uh, folks.
That's right. Accountability has to happen. There was no money in ivermectin, so that's why they didn't push it. But the emergency use was misused, to state it frankly, because emergency use can only be used if there is no viable alternative, right? When we have Flintstone vitamins and ivermectin that really does the job, that is a viable alternative. I just can't ever forget how Pfizer sponsored the devil performance from Sam Smith on uh, the Grammy Awards. It just really summed it up in a nutshell. But there was no money in ivermectin, no money in just uh, other treatments, the cornucopia of treatments that you can get based on your doctor. And the protocols were issued out, but there was no money in that because it was already on the market. So that explains a whole hell of a lot. And it's just infuriating, Rick, that it was always just about money. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I mean, look, they injected themselves, no pun intended, into the patient-physician relationship. They trusted the first-line responders, our doctors and nurses that were tirelessly when the pandemic first started and we had no idea what this was. And then once we started to get a grapple of it and figure out a plan of action, the government took over and said, you know what? We actually don't trust you. Uh, You know, we know better than you, and we're going to tell you exactly how to treat your patients. And if you don't listen to us, you're going to lose your medical license um, or you're going to be fined or worse, put in jail, uh, humiliated publicly uh, and, you know, completely ruined, uh, ruin your career. And that's what happened to so many physicians that even now are currently fighting uh, for their right to prescribe. I mean, off-label prescribing has gone on for years. I mean, it's the mainstay yeah. uh, for doctors to be able to do how they took that right away by silencing their uh, opinion and and just completely uh, you know eroding the the practice of medicine uh, through this process that's going to be troubling uh, but we're going to have to continue to work to build the integrity of our public health system uh, and continue to move forward but you're right i mean the profits that were realized are are quite insurmountable uh, you, look at the end of the day matt today we're still under a public health emergency for COVID. You got a train derailment with people in East Palestine, Ohio, completely suffering from these environmental and health issues. And and your leadership, these so-called leaders, don't even bother to show up to help Americans. Uh, And yet we're still under a COVID public health emergency where one of the most, when even some of the most liberal Democrat cities have said, you know, we don't need to mandate the vaccine. There's no more emergency. So, you know, it's beyond me. These are just word plays. You can't. And the problem is it's it's eroding Americans trust in our, our government. It is. And you you want to try to get that trust back. And it's going to take a whole brand new way of leadership. That's for sure. They did a House hearing yesterday and we're talking to uh, military officials. You mentioned earlier about how so many people across the board lost jobs and, and couldn't get religious exemptions. We had a we have a pilot shortage in this country, Rick. Right now, um, our military is being weakened. They they keep saying it's strong, but it's it's being weakened. They're also getting rid of special forces in certain situations too. But out of the thousands of military service people that lost their jobs because of the not wanting to take the vaccine or not wanting to comply with the mandate, they said that they have no push to get those people back. If you're discharged, you have to file a petition to get back in. They say it's the same process. If they're discharged, they have to go through a process on their own. But we have no outreach program to get these people back. 
it's just sick. They're not even apologizing for what they did. They're not even trying to amend for what they did. They're just saying, just have amnesty about it, move on and go about your life, even though we ruined it by firing you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's maddening. I mean, our military women and men, right? They're not signing up to serve for their own personal reasons. You're not going to join the military to become millionaires. You're going to the military because you love this country. You believe in the way of a of freedom. You believe in freedom. You believe in a democratic way of life. You believe that democracy should be held throughout the entire world. You're working towards a mission. You're working to protect our American culture and our American ideals, right? And they just discard them as just, I don't even know, like just uh, subjects rather than humanizing our military and encouraging them and making them feel proud of joining. Uh, and, you know, this is what maddens me, you know, even in New York City with these police officers being fired, they're, they're signing up to protect and serve just like our military is. Uh, and instead of uh, revering them and rewarding them, we're treating them and discharging them and putting them to the street without any compensation or or any kind of support. You know, we we need a president back again in office that loves our military, that loves our veterans uh, and that wouldn't put this, uh, you know, this rhetoric uh, and this dogma uh, before the, the needs of our military personnel. And, and that's what was created by Dr. Fauci. I mean, he really should be held culpable for making Americans into having distorted thinking that there was only one way to tackle this virus and and making them think that to, to really making them live in fear. Um, I, I think that if anything, uh, that's created quite a disaster um, to our country. But yeah, Matt, you know, it's maddening. It's maddening. It certainly is. Hopefully this new Congress can hold them accountable. That's the start right there. You need to Get referrals for prosecution on some of these people. We got to explore the relationship between the NIH and the Wuhan lab and everything that happened there. Not a leak on purpose or a leak on purpose. That's the only question we have left, but it doesn't matter anyway because there's so much more we have to uncover about the response here in America. That's for sure. Rick Meta, we'd love to have you down here. We got some great homes in our district. So think about that. The family would love the beaches. Last word to you, my friend. I appreciate that, Matt. Listen, we got a lot of work ahead of us to rebuild our trust in our public health systems and America across the country. I really hope that some of these things can be apoliticized, take it out of politics and get back to the, the heart and the grain and, and the fabric that binds Americans uh, just to rebuild our country and rebuild our trust again. So. I'm always glass half full, Matt. Yep, we got to be because otherwise we'll go crazy. Thanks a lot. Everybody follow Rick on Twitter and everywhere else that you can get great insight, right? Give your Twitter handle. That's right. Go to Rick Meta underscore NJ. That's R-I-K-M-E-H-T-A underscore NJ. Rick, we'll see you next time. Cheers. Thank you. All right. You've got it. Great insight there. We'll be back on the Map Off Show. You stay with us. Join us for our first Alive Orlando Back from the Dead Stadium event at Oak Ridge High School, Friday night, March 3rd at 6. This will be a concert experience like no other, with live music from popular artist Zanti and DJ Wynn. Everything's been changed. 
free food, contests, and giveaways for the entire family. You don't want to miss this. Bring someone who needs a breakthrough in their life. Get your free tickets at AliveOrlando.org today. Bring a lawn chair or blanket. See you there. Sponsored by Christ for All Nations, a not-for-profit organization. Yes, I see what's going on out there. Rising crime rates, 2,300 children go missing daily in the United States alone, criminals out, no cash, bail, and theft at an all-time high. The police, they do a great job, but they can't be everywhere at once. I don't live in fear, but I will not be an easy target either. And I believe that every second matters. I protect myself, my loved ones, and my property with Red Defender products. They carry the best brands of self-defense products like Blackhawk, Elite Edge, Taser, and many others. I feel better knowing I'm protected when I go off jogging or out with the girls. It's better to have a stun gun and not use it than to need a stun gun and not have it. My kids have full pin alarms on their backpacks, and we have home protection, chargers, and flashlights from Red Defender products. No great issues here. Do we go around living in fear? Absolutely not. Because we have taken steps to protect ourselves, we live with confidence. At reddefendersproducts.com, you can see bestsellers, free shipping options, and they serve all 50 states, as well as American Samoa, Washington, D.C., Guam, Marshall Islands, Northern Marina Islands, Puerto Rico, and U.S. Virgin Islands. You don't have to live in fear, but you don't have to be an easy target either. Visit www.reddefenderproducts.com today. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a my pillow or not, you need to get the brand new my pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. Welcome back to the Map Off Show. It is great to have you with us. We saw this crazy story come across the wire this morning. Smith, The Smithsonian. Good Lord. The Smithsonian now. They're, they're, they're to include trans women, which doesn't exist, in American Women's History Museum. So you're going to be walking through the museum, and if you have a daughter, you're going to want to show her, hey, look at all the most powerful women in history. And there's going to be Leah Thompson there, and there's going to be Rachel Levine there, and a bunch of dudes that dress like women. And that's what you're going to see now. Boy, times are a-changing. The interim director of the Smithsonian's new American Women's History Museum understands DNA, well, at least in a metaphorical sense. Lisa told the New York Times that transgender women, I put that in quotes, a.k.a. men pretending to be women, right, will be included in the potential new museum, which has already received millions in funding from you, the generous taxpayer, because because they want to do this because of inclusivity. 
And uh, this is just all crazy. It's all about identity. And we're seeing this in our schools, in our museums, in our workplace. I mean, just everywhere this stuff is crazy. Good topic for Moms for Liberty segment. We're going to go up to um, Fakir County, Virginia. That's right. You got to be careful with that county uh, term there. Jamie Hinkle is on with us. Jamie, great to see you. Thank you so much, yes, uh, for having me. Fakir, it is, it's a tricky one. Yeah, well, we're going to be saying that everywhere soon right. if these policies keep going. I'll tell you that right, right now. Absolutely. Tell your story on how you became chapter chair up there. So um, our chapter in Fakir launched in um, June of 2022. Um, but my story and being involved, you know, started like most moms and most parents um, after shutdown and COVID um, in the fall of 2020. Um, I have three daughters. So back then um, they were in fourth grade kindergarten and I had a toddler and, you know, Fakir is right on the line of Northern Virginia. So um, we actually were one of the counties that were gonna go back in person right away. And we um, were sent a survey, you know, there was a majority of parents that wanted to go back in school. They were comfortable with that. And about two weeks before um, school started, we went to a virtual. Um, all virtual program. So that was, you know, I think one of the first red flags as a parent. Um, and then kind of, you know, reaching out to connect with other parents and um, parents who were questioning the same things and had, you know, the same issues. We were, you know, our kids were masked in schools. Um, and so really then it was just asking the hard questions you know, why can't we be virtual? Why, you know, we had relatively low cases. Um, and I think it just kind of spiraled from there. Then, you know, once you see one red flag, um, our kids were being masked outside on, on the playgrounds, um, sent an email into our, our superintendent. Um, we had, I think, a handful of cases in our county at the time. And, you know, his response that he, he had no desire to change course. And I, I think that's really set the tone um, here in Fakir. So, um, you know, again, went back through to the fall of 2021. Um, we're going to start with Mask Choice, one of the only counties to, to offer that. And within a week, our, our um, public, um, our health commissioner, you know, put out a public health order that, you know, everyone in schools was going to be masked. Our county allowed exemptions. Um, then they were kind of shut down again by the governor, by the public health order. And we were back to, you know, this, this feeling of um, Virginia is one of the, you know, one of 15 states that does have Virginia code for, um, for parental rights. You know, parents have a fundamental right to be involved in the education and um, upbringing of their children. And, and we didn't have a voice. Um, so, I started realizing, you know, it's not just Fakir, it's certainly not just Virginia, and how am I going to, you know, find a network of, of parents who are willing to put in the time, send the emails, sit down in the meetings, and, you know, and mom, you know, Moms for Liberty, the, those ladies and those parents, teachers, they're, you know, they're the real deal. Uh, Virginia was really on the map for what they did with uh, Governor Glenn Youngkin. And the, it was the year of the parent for sure Absolutely. with that Virginia lecture, uh, election. How far are you from like Fulton County and all that? Because we saw parents all over the state just rising up. 
So um, Fauquier is right on the line. We're right outside of Loudoun and Prince William County. So you probably know a little bit about Loudoun. Yes. Um, our, our county is unique in that we, um, we voted 65% for Governor Yunkin. So our county, you know, our parents, our community, we support parental rights and education. And so that was, you know, another red flag is why weren't we seeing our um, elected representatives, you know, um, being, you know, presenting the values of our community and, you know, and what we were seeing in education. You know, they had this very, very specific, you know, opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. What do you think of that story I started the segment with about the Smithsonian? You have three daughters. I have I mean, three daughters. How do you explain that to them if you take them to the one of the greatest museums in the world? I mean, what what would you say? <laughs> right. I mean, um, you know, again, Fauquier County as a as a majority conservative county, um, we aren't seeing as much, you know. Um, come across that other counties and other states are seeing about gender ideology and, you know, um, and, you know, transgender rights. But as a parent, um, as a, a mom of three daughters, it's disheartening and frustrating. And, you know, how am I supposed to look into, you know, the faces of my three little girls and, and tell them that this is normal? Um, I don't know anyone, you know, I don't know if there's any answers for that. That's it's just, just it's insane. Dudes pretending to be girls. We we right. we've seen problems in Virginia in Loudoun County where right. somebody a girl was raped in the bathroom by a guy who wanted to use that um, facility to do that awful deed, and we we see that all the time. But it's just it's a sickness that people need to deal with on a you know psychological level instead of just celebrating it. I think. Well, absolutely. And so that also, you know, leads into like just the, you know, tra transparency and education. You know, there was a lot of red flags with that student, um, with the case, um, you know, within the administration that, um, you know, the second assault could have been prevented. So, yeah, those are things yeah. that parents are looking at. That's a good point. That second assault could have been easily prevented for sure by just a little bit of change of policy. Now, you're also working to establish transparency in the district, and you have a very unique story about a superintendent who's using groups like yours to, what, write a book? Well, <laughs> so I, I, I won't take all the credit for his book, but um, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, we, we have been... Um, We've been called, you know, gossiping moms, neighborhood mean girls, you know, the, the loudest parents. And um, yes, he he had a TED talk in October um, and he's putting out a book in March, you know, that basically talks about how the narrative has been hijacked and how, you know, um, how parents are the reasons that teachers are leaving. Um, you know, he pulls up a clip and says, you know, if you if you Google crazy school board parent, this is what you're going to find. And it, it was disheartening. You know, again, this is um, we felt like our hands have been tied at every turn here. You know, the last couple of years, leadership sets the tone. Um, we have a governor that was elected on a, a platform of parental rights and and our superintendent is, you know, He's definitely not helping to bridge the gap there. I can I can say that. Even though Fakir is a conservative county, he still acts like this jackass. 
and it, he's not he doesn't care that the books are perverted for the kids or they're trying to teach gender ideology and stuff through down from the school board. You don't care about that. It's the crazy yeah. parents that have a problem with it. That's what his problem is. The people that have his, a problem yes. with it. That's what it <laughs> seems to be. It's certainly not, you know, the binders that we've printed out of, you know, the sexually explicit and graphic novels. Um, you know, again, just kind of in looking through, you know, um, kind of a shot in the dark, like, are these in our libraries? Yes. They are. Um, I got a two-day Facebook ban for posting a photo um, from a, the book Fun Home, a graphic novel, um, because it went against community standards. And it's sitting, you know, or it was sitting at the time on our high school libraries shelves. So it's like libs, libs of TikTok. They get banned and hated, and their platform gets shut down because they're reposting stuff liberals post. That's right. That's <laughs> the book was you, you. You didn't say anything. You didn't add to the book or anything. You just posted a picture of the book. Right. It's already there. Yes. So it is um, based on Facebook standards. Uh, it is not for the community, but based on public education, you know. I've seen Moms for Liberty chapter chairs go before a school board and just read excerpts for the book. And then they get shut down because it's not appropriate. Right. It's not appropriate to be read at a school board meeting. You know, we, we had one parent read. Um, we were pretty... Um, successful. We printed out a lot of the pages from these books. We had a few school board members that would not look. Um, we had a few school board members. We've been um, really fortunate, um, able to sit down in meetings and have very um, useful discussions. Um, also, you know, Governor Yunkin um, came in strong with a parental notification on sexually explicit curriculum. Um, that was the policy, I think, was uh, took place or went into you know, uh, legislation in January. So, you know, we're, we're working, it's slow moving, but I, I think that Bakir has, you know, has been successful in some ways, but it's because there's a lot of dedicated parents that are willing to take the time to send the emails and to show up to the meetings. And, you know, again, we are lucky and fortunate that we have, we're able to speak at school board meetings. You know, we don't have anyone shutting us down or, you know, so, and and I look at a lot of other counties and, and Loudoun, Prince William, across, the, you know, the country that those parents don't have those opportunities. So, but it's a full-time job. It certainly is. Not just being a mom, but right. for kids, not just your kids, but for all kids. Right. You know, and in Virginia, we have a lot of dual, you know, working parents. You know, they they don't yeah. have the time they need their kids in school, and so, unfortunately for some of our, you know, administration, I have the time. Yeah, that's good. Well, keep up the good work. I know you're working on budgets. You're working on the books, all the stuff that uh, people need to address. And uh, just uh, the first superintendent, he's out trying to write a book about how bad people are for protesting evil stuff. I mean, that's just, it's just remarkable to me. If somebody, Jamie, wants to join the fight with you, how do they do it? So um, you can log into, you know, the Moms for Liberty national page and drop down, join the fight. They have a map. We have 10 chapters in Virginia. Um, and so we're growing and, you know, there's definitely more of us than I think they're not, you know, looking at this again, you know, right now, a lot of our counties are dealing with some, some um, social emotional learning and curriculum um, being implemented into our schools. So I think that's probably our next fight. If uh, anyone in Fauquier or Virginia wants to get involved, we're here. 
Absolutely. I'm going to give you the last word because it's important now more than ever to fight. The left is relentless. Well, I appreciate people like you who, you know, take the time to talk to us moms, um, you know, because there are our admin um, legislators, governors out there who, you know, again, call us, you know, anti everythings. Um, but when you get into your community and you start talking to people, um, a lot of it is just bringing awareness, um, you know, research and sharing information. And, you know, really, it's it's not about being anti anything. It's about supporting parental rights and notifications for our kids. Yeah, that's exactly right. They just say, oh, you guys are trying to ban books. We're, we're trying to protect kids. And, you know, some of these talks need to be having, had at home, Absolutely. not in, not in the, the school setting. Let's get back to math because everybody's failing at that. Right. right and now. we have kids graduating <laughs> who, who can't read. So, you know, let's focus yeah. on let's Our focus reading on deficiency it. is a whole show, Jamie. A, a whole show we could do on reading deficiency across the board. I mean, they can't read, but they know about transgenders. <laughs> right. They can tell you their pronouns, but they're having a hard time reading them. I get it. Yeah, they can read pronouns. That's about it. Jamie, great job. Jamie Hinkle on the Matt Buff Show. Thank you for joining us. And everybody check out momsforliberty.org. Keep up the great work. And uh, Thanks, let, us know, let us know how it goes there in Fakir. All right? Very well. All right. Sounds good. We'll be back on the Matt Buff Show. You stay with us. We're with Chris Orr from Satellite Phone Store with some great specials that are happening right now. Chris, how you doing and what do you got? I'm good, Matt. Well, thanks for having me back. Listen, we've got the last week of the Iridium 9555 off-the-grid power bundle. So you can get a brand new Iridium 9555 sat phone, solar panel, Faraday bag, and an EcoFlow River Mini Plus power bank to keep your power going when the, uh, when the weather hits and the lights go out. Sat123.com, Matt. The very last week we got this one. Well, this is important because this is over a $2,000 savings. Absolutely. Yeah, this is an incredible deal. You've got everything you need to be protected from EMP attacks, Chinese solar power balloons, spy balloons, whatever they are. Um, and you can keep all of your devices charged with the EcoFlow River Mini along with the solar panel. So if the lights go out, you're going to be able to keep all your devices charged up, saving over 2000 bucks, mate. Sat123.com. Thank you, Chris. Everybody, that's SAT123.com. Everybody wants cheap airfare, but where do you find it? You call low-cost airlines. That's right, call. That's the only way to get these rates. Experts are standing by 24-7 to get you the cheapest airfare and hotel rates available. Cost of living is skyrocketing, and paychecks just can't keep up. But if you're lucky enough to be a public employee, you can give yourself a raise. Visit optouttoday.com and stop paying union dues. We've helped over 100,000 public employees just like you opt out and save an average of $1,000 per year. Opt out today and put more food, fuel, and fun back into your life. It's your money. You earned it. Visit optouttoday.com. Join us for our first Alive Orlando Back from the Dead Stadium event at Oak Ridge High School, Friday night, March 3rd at 6. This will be a concert experience like no other with live music from popular artist Zanti and DJ Wynn. Everything's been changed. Free food, contests, 
and giveaways for the entire family. You don't want to miss this. Bring someone who needs a breakthrough in their life. Get your free tickets at AliveOrlando.org today. Bring a lawn chair or blanket. See you there. Sponsored by Christ for All Nations, a not-for-profit organization. Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. I got a question for you. Are you ready to turn it up for Jesus? Join us March 3rd at Oak, Oak Ridge High School, Oak Ridge High School in, in Orlando, and let loose with Zante, DJ Wynn, and other local Chris, Christian hip-hop artists. We got music, food, contests, prizes, giveaways for the entire family, and you do not want to miss this event. Check out AliveOrlando.org. It'll be night. It will be a night of faith, love, and miracles as we all come together for one night. So prepare yourself for unforgettable music experience that you will not forget. They're having a rap battle and everything. It's going to be quite remarkable. Check this out. There you go, right there, back from the dead, March 3rd, Friday night, everybody. Can you believe it's March already? It's going to be a fantastic event. Bring your lawn chairs, all right? Bring your lawn chairs so you can sit down. <laughs> There'll be a lot of dancing, but you want to be able to sit down because it's going to be a big event. There's a ton of people responding to this. AliveOrlando.org is the place to go and check it out all right there. Back from the Dead, Oak Ridge High School, brought to you by Hot 95.9, The Matt Buff Show, Family Fun, Free Food, and who doesn't like free food, right? Especially good food. Prizes, giveaways, March 3rd. Now, the doors open at 6 o'clock. You can show up a little bit early. 6 to 9 p.m. is the time for this. Register on the site, aliveorlando.org. And if you're a new believer, click the I'm a new believer tab. They got some resources for you there. You can also donate and get more info on the event. DJ Wynn, Zonti is going to be there. And also the big rap battle. It's going to be fantastic. Don't forget to join us March 3rd. And this is the first Alive Orlando Stadium event at Oak Ridge High School. Pretty cool stuff. Free food, exciting contest, and don't forget the giveaways. Bring your lawn chair, bring your blanket, make it a night to remember. Bring your phone, too, and take photos. Get your satellite phone from Satellite Phone Store and take photos. Gates open at 6 p.m., and the event runs from 7 to 9 p.m. The website is aliveorlando.com. There you have it. We'll see you next time on the Map Up Show. You stay smart out there.